0: 2 and we're going to share in a reading of Luke 2 beginning with the first verse and reading down through the 14th verse. and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. This will be for everyone. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped In swaddling clothes, and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the heavenly hosts, with the angel, a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace amongst those with whom he is pleased. I want to talk to you today about a thing called peace. Before we get into that, let's pray. Lord, we lift up to you today all of those that are in need of a touch from heaven. Lord, in our midst here where we are at physically, some of us are dealing with the biggest trials of our lives. Some of us are physically, medically, health-wise dealing with issues that we could not have seen coming. But Lord, we thank you and we trust you that you are with us in this time. Lord, as we come to celebrate the one who is greater in us than the one that is in the world, we celebrate that you chose to come to us. You chose to leave your Holy Spirit and that you can reside in us and be with us in our trials and in our difficulties. Now, Lord, help us today as we look to this passage of Scripture to know you better to know and to understand what it means to have Christ with us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this year, Christmas is different, isn't it? We're in a pandemic. There's not going to be as many parties. How can you find yourself in Christmas without having some kind of fun, some kind of joy, some kind of happiness. I want to suggest to you today that sometimes we look for happiness in all the wrong places. Sometimes we tend to think that money or gifts or things are the things that are going to bring us the peace that we seek. We find out pretty quickly that that's just not so. I hope you found that out. Sometimes we tend to think that maybe Our significant other, if there is one, is going to be the thing that fulfills our needs and our desires. Is going to make us be happy or find peace. What we eventually find is that that isn't true either. That happiness is really something that we're looking for that is kind of a false identity. That what we're really truly looking for is a different something that only Christ can give us. As, you read the, as we read the scripture today, the angels in the book of Luke chapter 2 said this, that there is peace among those with whom God is well pleased. Now church, I want you to get that. There is peace among those with whom God is well pleased. Let's take a look at this scripture a little bit closer today. A decree goes out from Caesar Augustus. Everybody's going to be counted. Everybody's going to be taxed or registered. We live in a day and age when everybody's got an opinion on the government's rule, don't we? Do you have to wear a mask? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Why don't you wear your mask? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? How far does government reach in order to fulfill the the role of keeping people safe in the midst of a pandemic. When the days of Jesus, the government had a role as well, and they had a reach as well. And when it was said that there would be a census, everybody knew that government wanted them to come and to be registered. It went out to all that they need to go back to their town, that is the city of their birth. And so it says that Joseph went up from Galilee, the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and of the lineage of David. Now the problem for Joseph comes in that next verse, the fifth verse, where it says he was to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. That verse is fraught with all kinds of unpeaceful things. He had to be registered with his wife-to-be. He had to go and to be registered with her who was pregnant with child. And that trip was not going to be any kind of a fun time. Particularly because of the next verse. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And it says that she in fact did give birth to a son and wrapped him in clothes, swaddling clothes, placed him in a manger... Because, of course, there was no room in the inn for Mary and Joseph. And there were shepherds keeping watch out in the field over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds. It says that those shepherds, as much as Mary and Joseph would have been upset by their circumstance, the appearance of angels did something to the shepherds as well. Listen, an angel appeared to them, the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were what? Filled with great fear. The angel said, don't fear, because I've got good news, a great joy for all the people. Unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior. It's the Messiah. It's Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign for you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And it says that suddenly, with that angel, there was a multitude of other angels that appeared. And they were praising God. And listen to what they said, because this is the point. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace amongst those with whom he is well pleased. How much peace do you have this Christmas? Because what the angels said was that we would have peace if we were the people that God was well pleased with. I don't know about you, but of all the things I mentioned earlier in the message, Uh, after I read the scripture the first time, I can be at a party and see all the joy and the wonder and amazement of a lot of people and a lot of fun, but I may not have peace. I can be in the circumstance where I've got all my bills paid and everything's looking good and nothing seems to be going wrong, but not have peace. I can have a marriage that's great, that looks wonderful, that is wonderful, but I may not have the peace that's going on. And we find ourselves in the middle of a pandemic and we're looking for peace and it's Christmas and we're hunting for it. We're trying to figure out how to have it when we can't do the things that we've always done. In the Old Testament, one of the prophets said this, In this day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. God sets up salvation as walls and bulwarks. Open the gates that the righteous nation that keeps faith may enter in. And you will keep him in perfect peace. Listen to this. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. How much, what is your peace level this morning, this Christmas season? Because the angel said, Peace amongst those who are well-pleased. And the prophets said that when our mind is stayed on Jesus, we can have that trust and that, that faith that gives us the peace that only Christ can give. Isaiah said, and that's where I read that from, Isaiah 26, he will keep us in perfect peace when our mind is stayed on him. What is, and here's a real question for you to ponder, what is perfect peace? I'm a Christian. Are you? I have faith in God. Do you? What is perfect peace? You know, this is from Isaiah 26, the third verse. But it's interesting how the writer wrote this phrase. What he said, you'll keep him in perfect peace. The word for peace that's written there is shalom. But perfect peace, get this. it, It means to be whole it means to be made right, to be set back uh, in the proper place. But get this. When the writer Isaiah put down these words in Isaiah 26.3, the word shalom there is there twice. Did you get that? Perfect peace. It means everything's right. And what did Isaiah said? Perfect peace will be given to those whose mind is fixed on God. What this morning is your mind fixed on, church? Are you thinking right now about bills? Or maybe your Christmas gifts? Or maybe your Christmas lights? Maybe you're looking at the person in the car next to you and thinking about the car they're driving? Are you thinking this morning... About the pastor's message? Are you thinking about how bad it is or how good it is? Are you wondering about why I'm limping because I had surgery on Monday? Are you thinking about my haircut that you can't see because i got a hat on my head? What is it that's distracting you this morning from keeping your mind set upon God? Because that's the way we find peace. Paul the Apostle said in Philippians 4 these words, Brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, whatever is excellent, whatever is worthy of praise, think on those things. What you've learned and heard and received and seen in me, practice these things. And look at what he says there at the end of the ninth verse. And the peace of God will be with you. Church, what are we to think about? All of those things that Paul lists are attributes of God. Truth, honor, justice, purity, lovely, commendable. Those are all attributes of God. And Paul says, think on these things and you will have the God of peace with you. The angel appeared in the sky and said, God will be with you and give you the peace that you need to have. When Jesus was on earth, Jesus said these words in John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not the peace that the world gives do I give you. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't let them be afraid. My peace I leave with you. Understand, church, that Jesus can give us a peace that the money and the parties and the cars and the things and the stuff cannot give us he said, My peace I leave to you, not the peace that the world gives. My peace I leave with you. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't let them be afraid. Paul would say over in Philippians 4, to add on to the passage from Philippians earlier, he would say in the 6th and 7th verses these things Listen close. Don't be anxious about things, but with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Paul just said, don't worry about it. Give it to God. And that peace that only God can give will be yours. Those angels on that first Christmas morning, what did they say? Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace amongst those with whom he is well pleased. When Matthew recorded his version of the Christmas story, he put it this way in Matthew one twenty three. He quoted from Isaiah, but listen to what he said. I referenced this earlier. Behold, the virgin will conceive and bear a son, and they will call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Church, when Jesus came to earth, God came to earth. When Jesus came to earth, he chose to come with us. When Jesus came to earth, he wanted to be where we were. And no matter what anyone ever tells you, we can never come to God first because he always comes to us first. His name will be called Emmanuel. That name means God wants to be with us. So I'm going to get back to that question. What's going to give you real peace this Christmas? What's going to set aside the pandemic and the worries and the sickness and the wonders? Whatever you are going through this morning, what is going to give you the peace to get through it? And and it's my bottom line, and it's this. Peace is not found in the absence of difficulty. Peace is found in the presence of Christ. Understand that, church. Peace is not found in the absence of difficulty. Peace is found in the presence of Christ. What would, we, what would I prefer? I would prefer that the difficulties go away, right? I would prefer that we would just have pie in the sky and the sweet by and by and all would be good. That there'd be no bills that I couldn't pay. That there'd be no difficulty in living. There'd be no sickness. There'd be no hardship. There'd be nothing That would keep us from being, quote, happy. That's not real peace. You see, peace is not found in the absence of those things. Peace is rather found in the presence of Christ when we are in those things. When Jesus was leaving this earth, he said this, Ask me anything in my name, I'll do it. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. I'll ask the Father and he'll give you another helper to be with you forever. The Spirit of truth who the world cannot receive it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. Did you hear what Jesus said? I will give you another helper to be with you forever. The reason those angels said that when you have God with you, you will have peace is because for the Christian to know Christ is to have the Holy Spirit residing in you. We may not see Jesus on our level. We may not see him walking around with us today. But when he left, he made us a promise. He said, I will be with you forever. I'll give you the spirit of truth to be with you, to remind you of everything I taught you, to be a comforter to you, to be a presence with you in the hard times. He'll be with those with whom he's well pleased. Christ isn't, is Emmanuel. He's not left us comfortless. He's not left us without peace. He's left us with his Holy Spirit And that Holy Spirit chooses to be with us in the sickness, and the poverty, and in the difficulty, and in the illness, and in the hopelessness, and in the good times, and in the bad times, because Emmanuel is God with us. Peace is not found in a lack of sickness. Peace is not found in an abundance of money. Peace is not found in a new car, or a new home, or new things, or new devices, Peace is found in the presence of Jesus Christ. And for those that know Christ, for the Christians, Christ is found in every situation because he promised to never leave us nor forsake us but to be with us forever. And he is. As you head into this Christmas season, I'd encourage you, church, to know this. God's not left us nor forsaken us. You may not get to see those you love the same way that you've always seen them. You may have to stand in a doorway and speak through a screen and wear a mask or whatever it takes. Things may be different, but I want to promise you this. For those that know Jesus Christ, that'll be okay. Because it's not found in the abundance of things. It's not even found in a person. That peace that can carry us through is found in Jesus Christ. And if you know him as your Lord and Savior this morning, you know what I'm talking about. But if you don't, if there's a vacuum in your heart, if there's a hole that's not been filled, if there is an attribute of your being that feels like something is missing but you don't know what it is, I want to encourage you to understand today that that is Jesus. That's what is missing is the presence that he gives to those that he loves. And friend, he loves you this morning. If you allow him to come into your life and fill that hole, you will begin to see that the peace of God resides with those that know him and love him and serve him. Because as much as he's promised to me, he'll never leave me nor forsake me. He has promised to you as well that if you choose him to fill that void... He'll never leave you nor forsake you either. songwriter said, What child is this that lays to rest? I want to encourage you, church, to know today that the birth of Jesus celebrates that that child is God's son. And that child came not because we went to him. He came because he came to us. And whatever you're going through this morning, some of you are facing cancer, some of you are facing difficulty, some of you are facing loneliness, some of you have lost someone to this awful disease, whatever it is that you're going through, that child is God's son and that child will bring you the peace in the circumstance that only God can bring.